Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Crucial Conversations. So I'm pretty sure you can notice that we are missing one of our crew members. Um, she is duty calls and she's out making boss moves. So we are very honored to have a special guest with us filling for D. It's the other D. David, welcome to Crucial Conversations. How are you this evening? I'm doing fine and I really appreciate the invite. We are excited to have you on. So um, we for this topic, we are discussing things that women should leave in 2021. So I am very interested to hear what you're about to say because you always have me in tears <laughs> reading your comments on Instagram. So with, before we get into the conversation, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So uh, first of all, I'm not about anything. Um, no, just kidding. Uh, so like I'm a IT professional uh, by trade, that's how I paid a mortgage. Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm from Flint, Michigan. I've been in the DMV area for like almost 20 years. So I call it home, um, love travel uh like having fun and i my persona is exactly as it appears on social media but of course like there's a different side to me all right and he stays with the fashion ladies gone ahead and check them out match my efforts so, <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started david since we are talking about things that women should leave in 2021 i'm gonna let you go ahead and start with the one thing that that irks your nerves that you feel we should go ahead and leave in last year. So it has to be the big ass eyelashes. <laughs> it's always that, that was so the first thing. The on Mr. Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. So it's like let me, but let me be clear though. So I I, I want to be fair because I, I think there's a difference between quality. And then people that are out here perpetrating. And I think there's too many women that are perpetrating. And like I had a friend who said to me one time that how everybody can't be Nicki Minaj. Like a lot, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of women, like women, I think, see something that they like and then they try to mimic it, but they can't afford it. And that's where they miss out. So when I say, you know, I don't like the fake eyelashes. I don't like cheap fake eyelashes. I would prefer like natural, like I'm, you know, um, you know, natural, like natural is just kind of like my thing. If you're fine, you're fine. Right. You don't have to do a whole lot to me. Um, but I think that when, when we try to do things that are over and beyond our budget, that's where we miss out. So the eyelashes are just, you know, like, like I literally posted one time because I, I didn't know. I, I wasn't even trying to be funny. I was like, why do women do this? And <laughs> I, I found out because their damn eyelashes falling off. Yeah, I'm like, trying to secure them to, to make sure that they're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was like a code for like call me or something. <laughs> Like, <laughs> time. I'm like, no, they're trying to like keep that heavy ass eyelash on their lip. Oh, you thought ladies was winking at you? Like... I didn't know what was going on with that. <laughs> I was like, what, what, what is that? You know, is that the new head nod? You know, I'm like, they like, ah, 
like every I'm seeing all these women like pinching their I, I really didn't know what it was That's until like so I posted crazy. and I was like what is that and the women lit me up and was like yo this because her eyelashes falling off which is crazy now do you think that the lashes are the bad lashes are just for women who don't have the money because I see a lot of celebrities people with money with these ridiculous lashes too is it the accentuated I version? I think that there's like limits there's to like the... everything. Like when you, it should enhance, not overshadow your right. whole I'm face. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Everything should be enhanced. It should look natural, I yeah. think. Like if, if your like... lashes no longer look like they grew from your eyelids, then I think it's too much, you know? Yeah. It's know. almost as if they took like a strip of weave from like, remember when back in the day when people used to wear the 20 something pieces? And it's like they glued it on their eyes. And it's, yeah. Why would you think that that was cute? I just yeah. don't understand. I wonder who started that and why it became a thing to, because, you know, women always wore lashes to enhance and before they were subtle mm -hmm. and do the little strips. And then all of a sudden they just went out of control. And I don't understand where we went wrong and who said it was okay. Because I, well, I didn't approve I that. It kind of fit into exaggerated yeah. theme that we did with everything else, right? Then we go through an era of exaggeration. Like, everything had to be super exaggerated and amplified. Like, <laughs> if you got... Not uh, my eyelashes. But, but I see your point, though. Like, the bodies <laughs> became exaggerated. Mm -hmm. um, even the contouring, the makeup became mm -hmm. exaggerated. So you're yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I think... I, I think... So I actually asked this question really to, to, you know, family members big, and that were older. And so like back in the day, the thing was mascara. And so the mascara eyelashes appear to be longer. Mm -hmm. And then somebody like tripled down on it <laughs> and was like, no, Mr. Snuffleupagus has got right. to be, this is you it. know, what we're trying to be, which is I, I just don't get it. I find that women tend to want to go their own way. Um, so I, I in my in my world, so I'm in, I'm gonna be very specific when I say this. So most of the men in my camp, like they're really not for synthetic hair. Um, and they're not for hair that belonged to somebody else before somebody else bought it either. But if it's good and it's kept up, you know, we can deal with it. Um, but I've never met a man who was like, yo, if you only got a weave, we could like get married or something. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I've never, like, I've never heard a man say that. And yeah. To me, I've only heard men complain about weaves and wigs, mm -hmm. but yet women just go their own way. And that makes no sense to me. Like, I'm, I'm going to give you a perfect example of how men and men and women are different. So Rick Ross. So I was saying Rick, Rick Ross had a beard before anybody, like before it was a, a, a novelty, right? Rick Ross had a beard. And then you saw all of these cats, more specifically, like dudes that were like, like around like under 35, they started rocking beers because beers was kind of like an old dudes thing, right? When, women, when dudes found out that women was about the beard, <laughs> even dudes that ain't got no business trying to like grow a beard, 
got a beard. Like they be like a patch here, a patch here, and a patch here, but they still trying to rock the beard because that's what women are like talking about. That's what women are crazy about. Again, like I said, men ain't, there's no group of men who are like, hey, if she only had a wig. <laughs> like, like, there's no group of men like that. Right. So we only complain about it, but yet women still double down. There's no men that's like, hey, look, if she had these big ass snuffleupagus eyelashes, <laughs> I would like her more. <laughs> but women still do it. So, so really this what is what I, I think. Say, what is what is going on with your gender where you literally have someone complaining about something, but you double down on it? So this is what I think it is. I think because men say one thing and do another. Um, so, yeah, men will say, oh, I don't like weave. I don't like lashes. But the bad chicks, the women that men want. All and that have they this fantasize long about hair yeah. and the mm -hmm. lashes and the makeup and the certain body type. And so when women see that those women are winning, they try to emulate that. Yep. That's exactly I totally right. agree with her, but I think that that's where we need to find, figure out the balance of it all is because, yeah, I think men fantasize pictures of the girls who have this, um, over-exaggerated body frame and the, the long extensions, but a lot of times you see that those women are still single. And so mm. it's like, I can, I can like this, I can look at it, but that's not somebody that I'm trying to wipe or be with, so. Just scratch uh -huh. the like though, we settle. So it's very easy, men settle like all the time. Yeah. So mm. if it comes down to like having this warm body, that's that's why we deal with the limits. I I I can tell you that, like I said, weave is not my thing. For me, like I've been on dates with women with weaves, but we were never getting married though. Like it <laughs> it wasn't even in the cards. And I don't want I don't want to be so shallow to say that like I would never like marry a woman with one. What's not attractive is not when you just left the beauty shop but it's like three weeks when you should have like let it go at two right and that's 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 what everyone is talking the beauty shop that we're not digging is you you can't really afford to keep this game up and it looks crazy so for me like you know like i'm getting my hair cut like every two to three three weeks and you got this weave that need to be adjusted, but you don't have a six to a thousand dollars to like get it together. The upkeep, yeah. So the it's upkeep. more about how that the the upkeep of the weave is more the problem versus the fact that she's just not wearing her own hair. Absolutely, because it looks like a weave yeah. after four weeks of neglect. Yeah. Yeah. So if it, <laughs> <so> <laughs> I'm like, you had me fooled in week two. Right. Before, I'm like, I got questions for you. So as long as it <laughs> still looks natural to you, then you don't have a problem. But I absolutely don't. It's just like makeup. Makeup yeah. is the same thing. Like, so, you know, when I meet you at the club, you got all this makeup on and you look amazing, right? And then, you know, then there's relations. And then the next day, and then you got like, you know, like a scar like on your face that was hid by the hidden by the foundation. 
you know, I got questions now. And you know what I'm saying? on the pillow. <laughs> right, right. Like, and, and there's something to be said about that. And, um, and I can understand, like, if a woman has, like, you know, scars like that, that she does want to kind of amass that for, like, her self-esteem or whatever. But, you know, I'm actually really talking about, like, overall, like, women who just are, like, not representing themselves. Like, you, there, there are women that you, you see them without makeup on and they, they don't look the same. Right. Like it, yeah. I mean, they're just absolute. Like I, I see them on Instagram where they be talking about the before and after, like it's like cute. I'm like, no, 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 that's fraud. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's not what you look like. Right. And 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 a lot of what I'm gonna tell you from from a male perspective, you know, I'm gonna let y'all in on something. It's a lot of guys who they get with their girls with the makeup on, and you know, handsome guys, right? Handsome guys with a girl with the makeup on who looks beautiful with this makeup on. And then they wonder why the guy changes. The guy changes because, like, that's not what what you are. Once we see you for what you are, you know, like, it's just not the person that we met at the bar, you know? And yeah. and our feelings change. You know what I'm saying? Because for men, you know, we don't, you know, I know y'all probably want to think this, but when we see y'all across the room, we're not thinking, um, you know, this marriage. This is my wife. And, <laughs> Right. We're not thinking of marriage and, you know, like walking off in the sunset. You know, it is it is purely sexual. It's up to y'all to change that. But, you know, it's you know, we see physical. Right. So when that physical changes, so does our our intentions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I th I f now that you said that, that would be weird for a guy that would almost be like um, Prince Hakeem and coming to America right. going out just to find a wife. Yes, it's like the, at that point you're not especially you're, not in the club, like at a sad stage in life. Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, but the the hair, the lashes, the makeup, it's it, it, it's and you know it's really interesting. So like I'm I'm older, right? And what's interesting to me is that like when I was in my 30s, women didn't wear like all of this makeup that we mm -hmm. really didn't exist. To be honest with you. Um, all this is just new. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, I, you know, I look at like young cats and I'm like, man, like you almost gotta like look at baby pictures to make sure like, <laughs> you, know, that you, you got have to bring makeup got. wipes to the date. Yes. It's, just, <laughs> it's just not, it's not the same game. Yeah. yeah. I remember when wigs used to just be for, um, old people and people who are the going alopecia. through chemotherapy or something. Yeah. But now with these wigs and then they have the stupid baby hair, I hate those things. When I see, you know, like I see a beautiful woman, like, okay, she's beautiful. But her wearing that wig, I feel it just takes her down a notch. I just, you know, of course, my opinion doesn't matter. But um, I just think it takes away from a woman's beauty. I don't think a wig enhances anyone's beauty whatsoever. I think women are just better bald. We could think that, but they probably feel better with hair because we've glamorized long, long hair, long, you know. So I just think that it makes women feel prettier or sexier to have, you know, long tresses going down their backs. So. But it's not, you know, I don't know. It's like a hat to me. I say it, but I, I just yeah. don't feel like they care.
or what other people think. It's like, how does it make me feel? And so I think what, as with what Davis was saying, as long as it has a natural appearance, because I do think that there's sometimes, because I know I went through a phase where I wore extensions and I wore a wig, and then I look back at it and I was like, hey, you know, it aged me. But at the time, I'm like, one, it's easy as hell to just throw some hair on your head and go out. But I really didn't care what anybody else had to say about it. It's how I felt when I had it on. And I think it's the same for women. They could care less if we think that it takes us down notches, as long as it takes me up notches and I feel better than. And yeah, and that's funny because I'm the. So I I froze up. I want to know, I want to know what you, what, what elevated you? Like what, what were you talking about? Oh, no, no, no. We were talking about um, wearing weave and extensions and wigs. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. You wasn't, you wasn't in like week eight though, right? I wasn't in week eight. (laughs) No, I wasn't. And I moisturized my scalp. So I didn't have the stinky scalp hair either. Oh my (laughs) God. You know what? Like us talk, like, so short dudes do not know this. But tall dudes, we mm. can smell your hair. I know. Like, yeah. oh, and that is wicked. That is a wicked <laughs> smell. That's mm. a, like, woo. So that is a pet peeve of mine is, mm. like, dirty scalps and stinky mm. hair. Mm-hmm. So I wear braids a lot, but I have to, like, continuously get my hair braided again because I just need a fresh scalp. Like, I need to, like, wash and get into that thing because... <laughs> I just don't like the smell of old stinky hair mm-hmm. or dirty scalp. So we talked about the eyelashes. We're definitely hoping that we leave that in 2021, at least upgrade to mink natural looking lashes. Let's just what go back else? to mascara. Like nothing wrong with mascara. Mascara. Yeah. Nothing wrong with, with mascara. mascara. But if that is something that you feel you must do, have a natural wisp going on on your please. eyelashes at please please yeah. so what else is there that you think that we should leave in 2021 uh um beauty wise right yeah appearance yeah, yeah. um mm, i mean we've, we've touched on the makeup the mm-hmm. The lashes, of course, and then the hair. Um, I don't know what else. What else is there? I don't think there's anything else. So if our, we're, be- oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jay. I'm, I'm sorry. I would say our our long um, nails because they're over exaggerated. Oh, over exaggerated oh, nails. Oh, oh, oh. I oh, happen yeah, to like them, but that. I was just asking <laughs> in oh, general how men claws? feel about it. The Wolverine claws. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> but why? So, because okay. Go ahead. So, so speaking for myself, and I and I do realize that I am, I I don't speak for all men, but I I do think I do feel comfortable saying that I that I probably cover like the white collar, you know, dude. Um, even though I I came from the hood, but when I tell you that there's nothing that says ghetto to a dude. Then nails that are like just ridiculous. Like 
you can't even handle anything. Like everything mm-hmm. is like, like you know, you you touching everything like like this, you know, like th- too long. Like yeah. I, so I do appreciate a woman who has her nails done, but extreme. I think we've we've talked about that. Um, going overboard, like. I, I, there's just a segment of the population that feels that, you know, so eyelashes make like is cute. So I'm just going to double, I'm a triple down. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, you know, like, so her nails was cute. So I'm going to like, you know, tell the nail technician to make my nails five inches long. Right. I can't, I can't work. I can't type anything with these damn things, but that's just what I'm going to do. That's crazy. So do you like, not you like know, the length? And so what about the jewels that are being placed on nails now? Too much. Are you against? Too much. So again, like I, I know that I am a, a very unique male. I'm, I'm talking from a very, a very narrow male perspective because like, you know, most dudes don't eat like they they just don't even have the fashion sense for themselves to let alone to like critique someone else. But I, so I I say it because I don't want anybody to be like he don't know what he's talking about. I'm only talking about me, right? And to me, simplicity mm-hmm. always wins the day. Yeah. Um, to me, like even fashion in general. You know, like, the one thing, like, if you follow me, like, you'll see me with, like, I, I'll have my drip one, but I don't have, like, like, just, like, ah! Right. Designer, 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 designer. Like, that's just, like, I just think that the, mm. that simplicity is, simplicity just wins the day. And yeah. when you talk about, like, them little, little, um, bedazzle things that they, you know, <laughs> they put, like, it's just not necessary yeah i'm like like i i, I can remember again you know i'm gonna I'm tell my age like i remember that just having red fingernails and toenails was the sexiest thing that a woman could do it seems like I, white has replaced red White nails, white toenails. Yeah, I'm like, and I just thought of another subject as I'm as we're talking about white nails. Um, yeah, I'm like, just the, it's just like overboard for me, and I I I, I don't care for it. And I actually follow another um, young lady that you know she does like dating advice for women. And she posted, you know, having like, you know, these crazy nails, how distracting it was. And she got lit up. But again, like it's from from that segment of the population because mm-hmm. they think that it's cute. And I think that women think things are cute because they see other women with it. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're like, oh, so I'll, I'll mimic that behavior. And I just don't think that that's the move. I, I think that once you get out of simplicity, um, you're probably doing something wrong. Yeah. yeah. I think some people, some women look at simplicity as boring. 
And so, um, like, if you just have a simple style, you have simple hair, you don't wear a bunch of different styles, they think, oh, it's boring, you're plain. And, you know, a woman being plain, that's, uh, no woman wants to hear that someone thinks that they're plain. And so I think some women equate simplicity with being plain. And that's Mm -hmm. why they tend to go overboard to show that they have flair and pizzazz or whatever and i I think that like so you know i was trying to avoid like labeling myself but i think that like when you talk about like white collar dudes like white collar dudes in the in the office you know you don't see like the woman with the the crazy hairdo you don't see Mm -hmm. women with the because you gotta work you know this ain't you know i don't work at at and i'm this is not an attack but i don't work at like fast food and and like you you gotta use your hands you know, like you gotta like type this proposal, and like ain't nobody got time for you because your nails are five inches. You know <laughs> that you gotta, it's gonna slow you down. Yeah. So yeah. there's no women, you know mm-hmm. that that are in my world that look like that. Yeah. And for me, like so when I go to the club, this is off to me. It's off putting, and it it does not work or at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah. a lot of women are influenced by these um, social media influencers, and so they see, you know, these long, outlandish nail styles. And but it's like I said earlier, like they like see Nicki Minaj, and they're like, "Yeah, that's it." I'm like, "No, that's Nicki Minaj. She's an entertainer. She's supposed to be like yeah. over the top." I think we're past Nicki Minaj, though. I don't think that people are really influenced to duplicate anything that she's doing now because she's now she's married with you know a child. I mean, so well, she's... I, I mean, I threw her name out there, but I'm I'm just talking about like entertainers in general. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like whether it be Nicki Minaj or um, Megan Thee Stallion, whoever mm-hmm. you know, whoever yeah. the person of the day is, they yeah. see you know like the pink hairdo, the blue you know um, Katy Perry with the blue hair. Oh, I'm a I'm gonna get blue hair. Yeah. No, you work at Walmart. Like that does not right. that don't resonate. It matches up their vest. Huh? The blue hair matches with their vest, though, if they work at Walmart. Nah, 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 <laughs> but I was nah. gonna ask you, so what do you think about the different color hair? Do you think that's actually what my next uh-huh. what I what I was thinking about with the nails? We're I, leaving it? We're I leaving do it in not like I don't like on that so. I think that if a woman goes color, it has to be a color that comes out of a human being's hair. So although I've never seen an African-American woman born with blonde hair, I think that it works with some African-American women. So as long as it's complementary to your skin tone. Who doesn't work for any, any human being to me? or pink or red, I think that is cute. So like, and I'm like, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you guys can like do like a rinse and it's something that you can like go to the club and then wash that, you know, wash it out of your hair and go to work on Monday, Mm -hmm. right? I think if you're gonna do something like that, that's cool. Like you're going to a party, you're gonna do, but for you to commit to dyeing your hair, you know, some, you know, off the wall color out of the color palette, it just does not work for the average person. Like I said, if you want to go blonde, there are people with blonde hair, so that's not unusual. Like, I'm going to tell you, like, a look that I actually think is really, really sexy on some women is the gray hair. Like, a young woman with gray hair, ooh, that's money. Yeah. 
you know, she yeah, got the I right complexion for it or whatever. That looks really, really good. Um, like I said, bl- I, there's some women that want to, especially women with short hair with blonde, it really looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have never met a woman with blue hair that I was like, you know what? I think that I want to like ask her out. It just <laughs> like, I think, I think what really needs to be said. And again, I'm saying this from my demographic, so don't nobody come at me. I think that when you're like me, you look at these things and they're distracting. So I look at these things and I just think that she's just as busy as her nails, her hair, her eyelashes, and that is just not cute to me and and guys that are like me. Um, I think that there is a type of guy who just, they don't care. You know, you're a warm body, it, does, it doesn't matter to them. But I think that men who really, you know, they take care of themselves, they look at women and appreciate the beauty that you guys bring, all that stuff is just distracting and it's not cute. I could see, I see that. that. Yeah. So we're sticking I, I with simplicity. Think, yeah. And one thing, at least from my opinion, and I agree, like the colored hair, I think for a certain age group, especially if you're a professional woman, ha- you know, going to work going to work with bright blue hair. But I think it's cute, like when young people, like people in high school or in college, and they get like a blue streak. I like it. I feel like it's a form of expression. It's almost exactly artistic. that. That is not my dating range, so they yeah. can do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm not going down that low. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, like college, like 20 year olds, like I always yeah. say that you know your 20s is your era to like make all the mistakes and do mm-hmm. whatever you're gonna do anyway. So. Um, you know, yeah, you're young. Like, yeah, you want to do the strawberry or whatever. Like, that's you. But um, I just don't. I like for me. Like, I'm I'm old school, so it's just not professional. And it's just, you know, I don't know. Like, I because I always see these things, and I'm like, you know, how do you grow old with that? You know, like you have children, and you know, I you know, I don't know. I'm I've like, seen I some can't older picture women my mom with or like know, purple hair, right? I just thought of another subject on on appearance. Now that I think about it, now that I said that, <laughs> tattoos. Mm. So I actually had a really long drawn out conversation about tats, mm-hmm. and um, the interesting thing to me is how tattoos have evolved. You know, like when you talk about like you know, like I was born in '68. So when a, when you saw a person with tattoos, like they were like the biker dude, they were like, you know, incarcerated or whatever. Like it really wasn't something that was mainstream or in the military. It was a mm-hmm. big thing in the military, speci- specifically the Navy. Like people, because in, in the Navy, they go to Asia, you know, so they're in like Japan or whatever in these ports, Korea, and they get tattoos, which, you know, that's where tattoos come from. Um, but... Tattoos have come to a point where it's so mainstream. Again, I think that some of us are going overboard. And I think more specifically with women, 
Um, I think that there's nothing sexier than a woman with, uh, um, I think it's referred to as a, um, a tramp stamp, you know, she in mm-hmm. the small of her back or whatever. I think that's crazy sexy. <laughs> I don't even know why it has that, that, um, name. Cause I, I just think that that's just so sexy because it's in a spot that like, everybody doesn't see. Right. Yeah. Um, but I have to say though, like when I see women with sleeves, Oh yeah, it's yeah. A, it's, a, it's a little <laughs> off-putting, and I and it's not off-putting from the symbol because, like I said, it's very mainstream. But I think about the stuff that I go to, right? Like I own my tuxedo, so if you're dating me, you're going to go to a black tie event. Mm-hmm. I can't see you in, you know, Vera Wang, with this sleeve, <laughs> <laughs> you know, dragon. And uh, I'm like, that's just, it just, it's not cute. And um, to me, what proves that it's not cute, if you ever go to anywhere, and I don't care how ghetto the wedding is, I don't care how young the people are, they cover them tats up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that, to me, that tells you that it's not, although it's mainstream, everybody knows it's not the most glamorous looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. So... When you're talking about corporate America, I'm like, and again, I'm like, let me preface this way. I'm talking about my world. I'm not talking about Walmart. Um, you know, you that that really doesn't resonate, you know, favorably, you know, to have a neck tattoo and Morgan Stanley. Matter of fact, I ain't never seen anybody with a neck tattoo. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they, they don't. I actually don't care how intelligent you are. Like I don't think that you're going to get the job, you know, with this net tattoo. And then you got like some of these young cats. They're like, you know, they're looking at blue face and like, oh yeah, let me tattoo my face. And that's <laughs> that's not cute. And you got women who are doing that to their face now. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I I think that um. I think that. I think that a lot of women with the tattoos are going so far to one side of, I don't know, I don't know if you want to call it just decorating their body or just doing something or, I don't know, sending a message. But I, I, there was a time when I think women got tattoos that were just, you know, amazing. Like, to me, the message was, like, hey, I'm a lady. Mm-hmm. I'm a lady. I'm lovely. This is beautiful. You know, the the rolls, the the um, the cherries script or whatever. Look, the cherries. Did you like that, David? Did you like the I cherries that, that women used to get? That. But but more specifically, <laughs> in the area that only they can see that. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like, I'm like seeing women with it across their chest, like a dude. I'm. It's just. It it doesn't resonate with me. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's hard to know. look at like if you ever have to look elegant, a tattoo will mess your whole look up. So that's why I think it's important for a woman to think about where the tattoo is placed. Absolutely. Um, you know, As I look at you yeah. young ladies right now, right? I don't see a tattoo. Now, you might be tatted up, but I don't see it. And to me that you, you guys, you're winning. Yeah. But when well, you got them, like they're going down like your neck. Like they're, you know, in front of your ear and like, I'm not, I don't get that. <laughs> yeah. To me, it it's, says a lot about your, your work, your job. Like if, 
you you know what someone does professionally what their professional goals are by what they're able the leeway that they're able to do with mm-hmm. their appearance so if you're able to have a purple wig or long bedazzled nails and tattoos all over the place you know they're not in a corporate setting nor have aspirations yeah, to really be in right sure. well <laughs> but i think that this is this is something good to discuss because i think a lot of times when people get tattoos they don't think about the future mm-hmm. or that future career that they would like to be in or whatever they just think right. about the now and then you end up like me where you have to get them removed so i actually went to get my tattoos now i didn't have anything outlandish or anything but where was it at still you said where what was that um I oh, had you had one the neck my, no 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 never on my face my neck or anything like that not across my chest i had one on my thigh but then i was like if i wear shorts or a skirt or something i just didn't like the fact that it was visible mm-hmm. um so i got it removed and then I had like one on my shoulder blade. I got that one removed as well. But so now like I talk to younger women in my family, like let's let's really have a deep dive discussion before you go and sit on somebody's chair or table to get a yeah. tattoo because, you know, it can affect those things. Mm-hmm. Career relationships, because people can automatically make this assumption of who you are based off of yep. what they see. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, you like so it all goes back to exaggeration again. <clears throat> yeah, we just do too much. Women we are women just do too much when you think about it. Um, but yeah, so I mean it, it, I, don't think, I think yeah, I was just gonna say I don't think it's just a gender specific yeah. like I don't think we do too much. I think they're just a subset of people that do too much. Yeah. And, but um, I think that men yeah. get more leeway than that they because do. I've seen yes. men with tattoos yes. that they got back in the day mm-hmm. and it's like who did you have draw that angel or <laughs> that cross on your arm you know what I'm saying but it's okay because they're a man you know and, why though like I, I, I think that men get that leeway because you know we're rough and rugged yeah. like no matter how handsome you are or whatever like mm-hmm. at the end of the day you know like our goal is to be like you know a quote unquote man mm-hmm. so yeah. with being a man you know the the perfection isn't really the requirement you know what i'm saying matter of fact even like you know some women like that like little roughness or whatever yeah. you know that like you know ugly tattoo mm-hmm. but um with women again let me so don't nobody come at me I love, I mean, I absolutely love the beauty, the the gentleness of a woman. And, um, you know, anything that steps outside of that parameter just is not a good look for me. So, like, when I see a woman with a merle on her on her arm of her baby, <laughs> she's she not for me. You know, I'm like... Hey, we're not gonna make it. <laughs> so you don't want to see the baby's footprint on no, her arm? Like... No, I do not. No. You don't want to you don't want to uh-uh. see her 18 year old uh-uh. when he was 18 months? <laughs> no. Not interested. And because you know what, you know what's really crazy? This is what I say to all women. And see, you you dodge the bullet on this one. Like we just said, like with men. You can get that tattoo anywhere and be 70 years old 
and is grandpa got a got that tattoo. Yeah. A woman, y'all flesh is not quite like ours. So that that um <laughs> you know that whatever you got, depending on where you got it, it will not make sense when y'all 70. <laughs> and to me, like you know, this is what you're saying when you're talking to like people in your in your family. I don't think that that's thought out. Like even myself, like I constantly battle with that I, I want to get another tattoo. But then in my mind, I'm like, oh, you know, but I'm gonna be 70. How I'm, like is that going to look appropriate or whatever? Um, and I'm a guy, and I think that. So to me, what I was really what really fascinates me is how little thought it looks like women are not having about these permanent things like tattoos. Yeah. Or even like, you know, so this actually is a good segue to women who cut off their damn eyebrows and like tattoo <laughs> them <laughs> on their head. That looks crazy. Why in the world would you commit to cutting off your eyebrows <laughs> and putting fake ones on there? Am I the only one to think that that's nuts? No. So, so it's two part, right? There's some people, some women that just grew up with thin eyebrows, right? Okay. But then okay. the ones that like shave them completely off and then oh, decided to draw about. it on with that wet and wild pencil and got rid of that and then now decided to tattoo it on. Those are the people that I have questions for. Like, cause why it was never in for you to cut your eyebrows off completely ever. You always when I them. tell you, looking at someone without their eyebrows is distracting. Like you can't even it's confusing. You don't know what emotion that they have. <laughs> but like, if they're you, tattooed on, you see something, right? There are some tattoos that are not right, and mm -hmm. the right. arch is off right. and everything. So. Again, it goes it back. I mean, I crazy. think you said the key word simplicity and just look making it look natural is key. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm cool with the woman like drawing in what nature didn't give her, but Lord, yeah. like <laughs> cutting them off, yeah, and then just like I'm just gonna draw them on. Like that is okay. crazy to me. Or it could be like Whoopi Goldberg and just cut them off and just like, fuck it, I ain't drawing them on. Can I tell you that Whoopi Goldberg is probably one of the most unattractive women to me? So, like, she's not the example to, like, talk about. I don't yeah. think she's that ugly. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, no, I don't no. call anybody so, ugly, but she's not attractive at all. I, so, I don't know if I, so if I say ugly, I'm going to take that back and just oh, you say didn't she's say ugly. very funny looking. Okay, mm -hmm. so I'm going to take that back. She's very, very funny looking. Just like yes. in Color Purple. When uh um, Suge Avery said, "You show, you show is ugly." <laughs> I mean, she is very funny looking, and it also because she has no eyebrows. <laughs> it just like it throws her off. Yeah, yeah, she look crazy. Eyebrows are very important to the face. Very, and I yeah, I think as we progress in years, we notice how important they are. But there was a phase where oh, the thin yeah. eyebrows were in and the that's, people that, that follow that wave are... Yeah, that's over. When I look at my old 
high school pictures. Um, my high school graduate, my eyebrows are so thin. I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, but I that was, that was the thing though. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna but, say when somebody actually, looks at a picture, you know, and something can... that I uh, an enhancement that I like is the um. Can you guys correct me if I'm the um, microblading? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Where you you're adding eyebrows, right? Like yeah. a hair stroke. You're like filling it in to make it yeah, look like natural. I, I actually strokes. think that that's dope. Like I, yeah. I like that. Because mm-hmm. it looks that's natural. The that I actually endorse. Yeah. 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 It looks natural. Because it looks natural, so that's yeah. why you like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Simplicity. Mm-hmm. And it's less work for women. Like women can go swimming and their eyebrows don't wash off. <laughs> yeah, that's important. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to get flued out and you can't get in the pool because your eyebrows don't fall off <laughs> in the water. What about women in fitness? Oh, so you know, like um I'm gonna repeat something that I said earlier today. Um, the interesting thing about, about African-Americans, the African-American male has an appetite for a little flesh. So there's some, there's some leeway with, um, African-American women that, you know, every other ethnicity can't really get away with. Um, so but I'm t- like, you know, but if we're talking about me, like I am completely on an island by myself by what I like. So nice. six pack. I don't so I can tell you what I like, but I am completely different <laughs> than my African American counterpart, males. Um, most African American males like very like they like thick women. Whereas I look at the same woman, I think she needs to lose weight. Like, I like very thin women. Like, I'm like, like, I, I one time I went to, like, a like a, a New Year's Eve party, and my, my friend had strippers there, and they were thick, right? Like, they were, like, snicker thick. And they went to, I was like, hey, look, I don't weigh that much. Like, you can't, you can't throw all that back on me like that. I'm gonna fly across the room. So, um, you know, I, I think that um, overall, you know, to your to your question, I think if if you're an African American woman and you're looking for an African American man, you got a lot of room to play with. Um, yeah. But if you look at for me, you you the gym is in order. But I'm like, even if you don't go to the gym, like I I like thin women, and I am completely on an island by myself with that. Like, like so, none of my boys, like n- my boys look at women that I like and they're like, yo, she is hungry. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I look and I'm like, I don't want you to think like I told my, turn my nose up to women like that. But like a, like a friend of mine who says all the time, you know, she talks about her preference of men and she goes, she says, um, that she, that she's she sees other men but she has like her her preference mm-hmm. and so for me my preference are like thin women um but i i see the other ones and i'm like <laughs> i've dated like i've dated a woman who was a size 10 despite what i just said um so um but yeah like for me though and but actually i mean i did that girl 
size 10 though before like i hit the gym so i don't you know like people who follow me know like i hit the gym so like i'm very much into fitness or whatever so that would be like a little counterproductive for me to like be with a woman and I, and I, let me say this too i say size 10 but a woman who's 5 2 and 10 is different than a woman that's 5 7 that's, mm -hmm. that's i was going to say cuz the size 10 is going to the gym exactly. as well and she exactly. is me so exactly. <laughs> we staying exactly. in 2022 thick exactly. ladies so. exactly so <laughs> like yeah so you know i just want to like clear that up um, yeah. but I, like I said, I'm like, I think that with, with men though, African-American men, I'm speaking for the African-American men delegation. I think that, you know, women can carry a little weight. She don't have to go to, cause I mean, I, I got friends who are in the gym cut up and their woman is not anywhere near like, I see healthy. that a lot. She yeah. about to drop dead. One more chicken wing and she's done. No. And, um, like they love that. <laughs> Like I so like that's what I'm saying. Like African American women got a lot of room to like play with. So yeah. Actually, I don't think that it's just African American women. I think women in general have because I've seen, you know, thinner white men or black men that are mm. with a white woman who happens to be thicker as well. Like big girls are getting it. So mm. I they are because you see a lot of them that are not single. So even though it may not be your taste, there is a thin man out there that loves his thick woman, regardless if he's in the gym oh, or yeah, he, I, if he's okay, just yeah, naturally yeah, I can, thin. I can respect that. Oh, I yeah. can definitely respect that. I can respect that. Um, but yeah, like, but like I said, back back to the to the question though. Like I think that um, I think women like I I think actually to what you just said. I, there's somebody. There's something for everybody. Like I, I, I have a blind date story that will blow your mind. How this guy was like, "Hey, look, I wanna, I wanna, I want you to meet this girl. Like she's amazing." And I, I had one of those too, David. I'll tell you later. Up and my car like leaned over to the right side. Like she was <laughs> huge. And I'm like, I really thought that he was that he was playing with me. And just like you say, like this dude was probably like five, five, skinny. And this was back in the day. Dude had a like Jerry Curl, skinny dude and short. And <laughs> he told me that this girl was like, like everything. And when I tell you, when I say so he was actually my barber, when I went to the barber shop, he's like, yo, like, what do you think? And I was like, yo, why did you do that to me? Like, we went to the Cheesecake Factory. And she ordered a pizza, and she ate the whole thing by herself. <laughs> like, y'all seen that pizza at Cheesecake Factory? That I have. It's, it's pretty massive. She ate the whole thing with the crust. She ate the crust, y'all. <laughs> but let me tell you, well, at the what was funny, though, was that his girl, I had never seen her before. She walks in the shop. She was bigger than her. And I'm talking about like she had to be like 300 and like 510. So she was taller and bigger than he was. That was his thing, to your point. It sounds like everybody got like their thing. Yeah. It sounds but like I that. Why um, he hooked me up with her, though. Oh. <laughs> it reminds me of the movie Friday. Remember when he got hooked up with the big girl that said she looked right. like Janet Jackson? Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Right, right. Like yeah, yeah. It's something. It's something for everything. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. 
So what, what do you think about um, um, enha- body enhancements, like implants and all that? You know what what's really interesting about that to me is that I actually know a girl who talks about the the um, the Brazilian butt lift thing, but she got a boob job. But it just seems so crazy to me that somebody with a boob job would attack somebody that got their butt done. But I'm going to tell y'all specifically, for men, we really don't care about you having a butt lift or boob job. I can tell you from myself personally, um, for me, like the only girl that I dated who had a boob job, it was amazing. I couldn't even tell that it was a boob job. Like I literally, I was like, you know, probably like a couple of months into the relationship and I was like, hey, I want to ask you something. <laughs> 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 I'm not saying that I can tell. This is why I'm coming at you like this. But I was like, were you born that way? And she, she laughed and she was like, no, nah, no, nah, I paid for them or whatever. And I was like, yo, that's amazing because I couldn't, I couldn't tell. So yeah. the only reason I could tell was that they was perfect. They <laughs> moved, lay down, they still was there. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. you know, I was just curious, but it wasn't like I had any complaints yeah. about them because she, she paid money for them, which mm-hmm. is what we said earlier. You know, if you're going to do something, do it right and mm-hmm. keep it up. So she paid the money and they were perfect. They were absolutely perfect. But I can tell you, like, as far as like men and, you know, our taste, there's no guy who's going to be like, oh, you know, like your breasts are too big. So I'm like, I can't fuck with you. Like, this is that's not going to be said. So, um, yeah, like, you know, there's nothing that a woman can do to enhance herself. I think the only thing that would happen if she did something to herself and, it, and she messed herself up. Yeah. You know, like little Kim. Yeah. Yeah. You know, looking like a lion now. The little Kim yeah. was perfectly fine the way that she was. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had, she didn't have to do anything. She was yeah. completely fine the way that she was. You go do some crazy stuff like that, like you're going to, you know, lose some dudes. So, yeah. um, you know, the boob jobs, the booty jobs. And matter of fact, when you, especially when you're talking about like the, the black male delegation. I don't yeah. think that anybody could do anything to make their butt bigger that you're going to get a black dude to be mad about it. True. Like he, but he, he not going to, he's not going to grab your butt and be like, I don't feel real enough. <laughs> Unless the thighs don't match. I was going to say, but back to what you See, were saying. Like, this is from natural. the woman delegation. A guy yeah. is not going to care on that level. Like, Oh my gosh, your thighs are off. That's woman talk. No, no, no. It's God talk too, because you were just talking about going to your black, your black tie affair and everything. You're mm-hmm. not bringing someone whose thighs don't match the ass to your office function. I mean, so if it looks function. if it looks that off, like probably not. But I'm just like, right. if it's just like a little like funny looking, I don't I don't think that you know it's going to be like that big of a deal. But so I'm, and I'm and I'm speaking of like when I see women. I literally see women, a lot of women, constantly pointing out who has a butt lift. And, and I'm like, I didn't know and didn't care until you yeah. said it. Mm-hmm. I actually want you to point out the girls with the fake hair. But <laughs> all you keep talking about is like butts. And I'm like, I didn't notice. I'm like, I'm really, this is a real thing that I, we talk about at the barbershop. 
like women are always talking about like a woman with a fake butt, but I'm like, hold up, what about the hair though? But let me tell you, nowadays, like I know even for me, so I I I love a woman's butt, so I am a butt scoper. Um, you really can't tell nowadays who I mean, unless it's like ridiculous and she has uh, ant legs. Yeah. But there, I mean, uh, doctors have perfected the butt so well; it's like really hard to tell. So you almost question any butt that's out there. So now it's just like, who cares? I just don't want you to have ant legs. So I will say I want to leave in 2021 the ant legs where the butt, the derriere does not match the thigh and the leg ratio. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a butt person. And I'm, when I say butt, I'm like, it don't have to be a big butt. Yeah, it just you have to have one because I, I dated a girl who didn't have one and it was distressing. <laughs> Not distressing. And she was black, <laughs> so it it was off putting. Like, I, like, like, what are you doing? I'm like, she has no so butt. You, so you just don't want to squat? Look, is that what you told her? <laughs> let me tell. Like, it was it was the most traumatic thing for me. Like this girl, but she's a black woman with a flat butt. Like it was flat. Yeah. I didn't want to touch it. <laughs> like <laughs> it was, it was crazy for me. Because I'm like, did like you I said, date like, her? I like little women, so you know my my genre of women don't usually have like no you know balonka you know junk or whatever. So, but like to me, like just having like for what really like like flips off like probably like your average guy or whatever. Like to me, like just having like a that curve is like i'm good you know i How think long? i even follow hashtag little booties matter <laughs> <laughs> she had the perfect personality for you and she did it for you and anything else like she was beautiful natural in every other way or just fits your per particular standard and she also didn't have a butt that it wouldn't have really been a deal breaker for yeah. you i yeah i probably would date her but if she wanted like you know to me you go half on that on that uh brazilian Donk. I would definitely like help her out with that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like, and you know, when you're talking about like at my age now, like it's about like your brain. So, like, you know, your body isn't at the forefront of my thought process. It was when I was in my 20s or whatever. But it's which, still up in the front. Let's be real. Let's It crosses my frontal lobe like every once in a while. Right. But I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you, like, that mind is way more powerful to me than a woman's body. For mm -hmm. sure, but you're not getting to the mind until you see what is in front of your face. If nah, nah, honest. nah. See, you obviously are not in your. So what? I mean, you're not a 50 year old male anyway, though. So, no. but I'm, so, and actually, I'm. I'm not going to even say that all 50 year old men. Like, so I'm 53, and I. I don't think that. I don't know. I don't know what most men think or whatever, because like a lot of dudes, like they're married or whatever. So, um. For me, like that mind is paramount. You know, what's really what's really interesting is that I can go on a date with somebody and the woman really doesn't care about marketing herself to me. And it's like it's like off, I work with her or whatever, but um that that mind, what she brings to the table is way more powerful than her oh, body sure. now.
Totally, I, I agree with you there. What I was saying is that when you're first meeting someone, you don't even know where their oh, mind is. Not. So oh, what initially not. attracts you to them no, right. is their appearance. Absolutely. Like, I can't see okay. your brain across the room. Right. Exactly. That's, That's right. what yeah. I was saying. That's, that was my point. So I think right. that's my... Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. 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 I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, it's, yeah. It's, it's completely superficial right. when I see you across the room. So let's but say you can you're... say something. Like, I'm at the age now where, like, when y'all was, like, about, like, 30, when... Somebody like y'all could completely be like all about dude, but when he say something, y'all be like, nah, stage right, bro. Oh yeah. Like I'm like, but I'm there now. So I had to get fifty to get there though. And, and before we move on to let let us recognize the fact that you're in your fifties. You you've done very well for yourself. I would amazing. never have guessed that you were in your fifties. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I didn't find the found the youth. <laughs> so, so you're exfoliating too. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. <laughs> Avocado mask. No, I'm just kidding. I'm like, no, I just got good genes from my parents or whatever. Okay. My 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 mom my mom like when I was in the army when I was 17. I, so my mom was like 40 something, and my friends would see my. This is when people had pictures in their wallet. They, mm -hmm. my friends would see my mom and they would be like, yo, I'm like, ah, that's my mom. That's my mom. So <laughs> I got I got good genes. Dad, my father's the same way. That's awesome. So I'm lucky. Good for you. So we're leaving lashes. Um, Definitely wigs. I can't wigs. stress that enough. Got to get rid of the wigs. Um, extra Balls. like over the top makeup. So oh, photography makeup in no the club. Contouring. Yeah. No, no need for contouring. Just to go go out. That. Mm -hmm. um, tats above the shoulder. You said mm -hmm. what? Tats, tats right, above exactly. the shoulder. Tats that are visible. Oh, okay. No, above oh, the shoulder. Like I'm, I'm a, I gotta give some leeway because they are fashionable now. But above okay. the, like, you should not have them above your shoulder. Like, in other words, your neck and face, that, no. No mm -hmm. sleeves, though? What are even the sleeves? No sleeves. Uh, yeah, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> Moderation. Yeah. Got it. And you are completely fine with the body enhancements, but I will add that we're going to leave the ant legs in 2021. I, I second that with I'll, you, I'll, I'll give Naya. You that one. Um, I'll give you that one. Yeah, no ant okay. legs. I'm with you, Naya. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so do we have anything else as far as appearance-wise? Because I feel that you had something else like deep within a woman that you want us to leave in 2021. But before we jump into that, do you have anything else on the exterior, like her appearance? No, I think we covered it all. Okay. So are there any bad habits that we have that you would like for us to leave in 2021, sir? Ooh. I'd like to hear the bad habits. Me too. Oh my gosh, the bad habits. And I'm ready um, to defend them all. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> the bad habits. I think that if, if, I don't know if this is so much a habit, but just a mindset. So yeah. I think that, and again, I think this is a generational thing for, for sure with me. Um, the minds, the, the minds, the entitlement mindset that I see a lot of women have now. Yeah. Um, I, I was talking to someone recently about, 
when I was in my 20s and 30s. When I was in my 20s and 30s, when you courted a girl, you know, you took her to the movies, you took her to the show or whatever, um, she reciprocated by, like, you know, she fixed you a meal or, you know, she kind of did something for you. And I see a lot of women out here now because that's that's really just not most people thing, not men or women to cook or clean for that matter. Um, but the the I'm going to have my hand out, but I, I'm just not going to do anything in return. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's, yeah. it's very much weird. Um, I had a young lady one time that I actually really liked. This chick literally told me, she was like, look, you know, my expectation. She was like, yo, my last boyfriend, you know, he did everything, you know, for me, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you realize he's your last boyfriend? Like, y'all not together no more. So that shit didn't work. So I think that there's so much stuff on social media telling women that they are the greatest gift that has been bestowed on earth and that a man's mission in life is to cater to you, to fly you out, to, to get your nails done, which is a complete fallacy. Whenever I see this stuff on social media, my comment is if there's a woman on here that can tell me that they got one girlfriend that gets this treatment, that's not married, not messing with a married dude or a drug dealer or a hustler, holla at me. Yeah. Crickets. So this it's a fallacy. I, I I come with so one of the things that I told Kay, like setting this up, you know, I want to know what the subject was because I want to be prepared. So I'm a i I'm a statistics person. And statistics, specifically women that are educated, make more money. So black educated women make more money than their black male counterparts. Any man that has ever stepped foot on a college campus has, when it comes to black women, we run the show. Because it ain't nothing, it ain't, it's, when I, when I was in college, I think there were only three or four black guys and a million black women. So, it is not surprising and statistically accurate that black women make more money than men. So the notion that that a man is going to take care of you, if you're waiting on it, you're going to wait a long time probably because it's just not a lot of men out there that make more money than black women. If you're a black man, it's just it's, it's a fact. Even in my even I'm at Morgan Stanley. My entire leadership outside of IT is all women. My, I work with it. Like, if anybody follow me, you see, like, there's a bunch of women when I go on my business trips. Like, women make just as much money as me or more. So this notion of being taken care of is not fair to the common guy. Because I ain't talking about me. I can take y'all. I can even fly y'all out if I wanted to. I like you, though. Like you can, I ain't gonna come out the gate flying nobody out. But if you my girl, like yeah, I can afford it. But like the average guy doesn't. So I'm speaking, like I'm th- I'm speaking for when I was in my 20s and I ain't have no money. I'm like, 
I'm like not paying my rent trying to like impress a girl. Mm-hmm. And when I'm looking at women now, in my opinion, really not appreciating what a man has to go through to try to impress them when they really do like them, it, it's disheartening to me. Yeah. Like so, what? what do y'all have to do? You mean I'm like, like come well, out the pocket? I'm like, or... to be honest with you, like, if you're going to talk about like, because I'm root, I'm root cause, root cause, I'm like, dudes got to get educated and get, and get their stamps up so they can like, you know, impress y'all. Like, so, you know, like I said, like when I went to school, I, it's better now, but it still isn't where it should be. There are way more black women in college than black men. So yeah. I don't, you know, it's really funny. Like, I think when I first got into corporate America, I used to ask women, where are the men? I was in Colorado when I got out of the Army. And I used to be like, where do, where, do the, where do the guys you date work at? I've never worked with black men other than when I worked for the federal government, which is, that's a whole different animal right there. But so there's plenty of federal government guys. But like in the private sector, no. They're, they're, I am the only black male in my, at my job at all that has, you know, a relatively well-paying job. You know, if I want to, like, talk to the dude in the cafeteria or the, the person to empty the trash, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can do that. But, you know, there's just no black men in, in corporate America. It's, it's just so rare. It's crazy. Yeah, black same where my where I work too. It's like hardly black any black everywhere, yeah. like everywhere. Like I used to, I used to live in Colorado. I worked in a building that was forty stories high. I was the only black male in the building, what? and then there was probably, I'm gonna say ten black women that were way older than me, but there were like ten black women and probably maybe twenty temp black women but that was Colorado though so imagine when I came here and the first the first building that I ever stepped foot when I moved here was the um (laughs) the uh what is that the the mall over there by the football stadium for the Redskins uh, Landover Mall. Oh my God, Pentagon. Uh, Landover, I mean, uh, Landover Mall, baby. PG County or, or yeah, PG, PG County, Plaza. Landover Mall. I yeah. went. In, that was the very when I the first time I came to this area. I could. I needed something. And I was like, oh, did you know, go to the Landover. Mall. <laughs> I mean, that was like the most colorful oasis, mm-hmm. and I'm like, in I've never looked back from moving from here, because um, I, I love it. I'm like, I love black women. So this is this is my spot. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I, I really need women to kind of get off of that high horse. Mm-hmm. And now, now I'm a, like, I have to preface this by saying that I, you know, I'm not a, uh, an advocate for, you know, dating down or whatever. I, Cause I really do think that, you know, being equally yoked is, is to everyone's benefit. But, um, I feel that um, the 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 dialogue, the dialogue is very toxic, toxic for men. I really think that what is being said, because like guys are hearing the same thing I'm hearing. I and I I I think that it prevents them for from even attempting to be chivalrous because they can't afford it. 
Mm. You know, like I, you I think about, because like, the maybe they can't afford like, it and it's not appreciated much. So yeah. more so leveling our expectations. And I think men are now like starting to take a stand. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, They're I'm not strike. doing it because you don't appreciate it. You feel entitled to it. So I'm just not going to yes. do it anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I've been on dates with women and, you know, you drop like a couple of hundred thousand, I mean, a couple of hundred dollars and they don't even say thank you. You know, like, you know, you're like, you, you'll get the kiss goodnight or whatever, but this is how unappreciated it is, is that you don't even think, hey, thank you. Wow. I literally have to, I, like, you know, I start dating them and then I'll be like, you know, you didn't say thank you. They'd be like, I didn't. Nope. I was waiting wow. for it. I, I ain't got it. So let me and, like, and, I'm not, and I'm not even saying that like they didn't appreciate it. It's just not, it's the gratitude doesn't match, you know, like the dude's effort. Right. And I always tell women that a lot of women think that guys kind of, that guys ghost them for, you know, like these, I mean, and I'm like guys ghost women for like all kinds of reasons, but I'm, I can tell you, barbershop talk and even from my from my experience i have ghosted women because i saw that they weren't even attempting to hit their pocket like it just wasn't in their thought process to like do anything for me but just mm -hmm. to like take whatever like and i mean they seemed like they were having a great time and when i ghost them and i saw them in the club they wondering why i didn't like and i'm like i came up with like some ridiculous excuse when I was younger but when I was older I'm like I started just telling them straight up I'm like you thought I was your minister of entertainment yeah like like I, I, I went I took a girl a girl um you know we talking on the phone she's like hey let's do something I was like you know I was like I don't know what you want to do she was like let's go to the movies so her idea we go to the movies we get to the the ticket counter she look at me I'm like, all right, so I paid. We, she was like, oh, I'm a little tired. Let's go to Starbucks. We go to Starbucks. She ordered her Starbucks. She steps to the side. She's like, you want something? I go, no. <laughs> and the dude's like, all right, you know, so you're going to pay? And she looks at me again. Is and this the first point, date? No, no, no. We've been dating for a minute. But like I said, I'm oh. like, after a while, you're like, yo, you, can, you see that a woman is not going to, like, hit her pocket. Yeah, like even it the could. small stuff. Like you're yeah. thinking, I'm yeah. I'm I'm exactly. handling the big stuff, but you can't even buy me a cup of coffee. I'm, you can't I'm, buy I yourself you to a dinner, cup of we coffee. We go to another restaurant. And buy you me dessert. movie tickets. Yeah, yeah. I you. Right. like it's yeah. like that. It's like he's a kid, like your child. Right. Yeah. Like Terry. Right. Yeah. And what was what was crazy was that you know like I even so I bought a like so I bought this up to her like and I was like hey, you know. You don't seem like, you know, and she, so, so she denied it. And I, I gave her like point after point. Like one time she wanted me to meet her friends and she wanted me to like, I don't know if y'all know, y'all know half note. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hate half note. Cause they're like old people in there. <laughs> it so is. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. Right. And, um, and I told her that I was like, she was like, yo, but I want my, I want you to meet my friends and we go there on whatever day or whatever. So come. So I go there and I'm like, those fools had the audacity to call it to charge a cover. I'm like, they don't even charge a cover. At <laughs> they park. do. Like it was like it was like at eight o'clock or something. And I'm like, park don't charge no cover, no eight o'clock in the 
That's like evening. That's happy hour time. But there's a live band. They have to pay the man, band. And I'm like, <laughs> anyway. So I made the cover or whatever, and I go in, and she goes on and on about how her and her friends are buying each other drinks. Oh, you know, it's such and such birthday. We're buying each other drinks, whatever, blah, blah, blah. She's like, you want something? I'm like, yeah. So we go to the bar. I order my drink. And she looks at me just like she did at Starbucks. Mm. And I'm like, yo. I'm like, so I told her, I was like, hey, you know how crazy it was for you to tell me how, like, y'all all were buying each other drinks? And then when I'm, I'm somewhere I don't even want to be, but I'm here for you so you can show me off to your friends. And you ask me for a drink. You order my drink for me. But you expected me to pay for it. And now was at she, this point, we're like, we're probably like at month six. Was, that was probably she for, sure for her friends. Yeah, she too. can't pay for your drink in front of her girl. And not in front of her friends. <laughs> she can't. Now Man. I'm going to take up for her for that. Now she shouldn't have asked you what you wanted, but right? she, can't, she can't do it in front of her friends. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, like I said, I'm like, it was to me, like, it's just stuff like that. That, like I said, I'm like, I can, you know, I can hold my own. I don't like, I don't want to like market like, hey, like, you know, David is like, you know, Mr. Price Tag or whatever. But um, there's a, there's a substantial amount of men that, you know, they got rent to pay, child support, or just their life to pay for. And to like, try to entertain another human being is a lot. Yeah. I've been there. Mm -hmm. So for me, like it just it's just really weird for me to see how little women are doing, but expecting everything. Mm. Because like but, I said, when I was when I was 20 years old, women cooked you dinner. Like that yeah. was the thing. You know, ask your mama. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like, was gonna say, if we're doing little now, we evolve with the time. So if these women are doing this, I think that there are a lot of weak men out there that are entertaining this type of woman. So now that's what has set the expectation and the bar so high for good men. Well, and that's, that's it. Like, that, yeah, the, like the simp dude, the simp dude that is like, you know, got like the chick that's like way beyond like his mm -hmm. actual mm -hmm. range and like basically paying for her. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, he does not help the cause. Um, but you know, like I, I, that's rare. I might, I really think what's going on is that there's a there's this fallacy going along around on social media that women think that dudes are like flying them out because you know, like people follow these like um, you know, these celebrities, these rappers. Mm -hmm. Rap, the, the whole persona of a rapper is just like spending money like a drug dealer. Yeah. yeah. So. You know, like, I think that these young girls and even young guys are seeing it and they're really thinking that this is the expectation that I'm supposed to, like, get her nails done. I've never heard of a man in my life when I was 20, 30 years old, like, paying for a woman's, quote unquote, upkeep. Like, I've never, I've never Men heard do of it. That's it a is a thing. Phenomenon. Yeah, I've it's never had a guy do it, now. but guys yeah. have offered me like, "Hey, I'll pay to get your nails on." I'm like, "I can do that myself." Like, but I, I, that's, that's weird to me. Yeah, I've actually dated. Um, I've actually been with a guy before that. Um, you know, I like to cook and clean, and and he was just like, and he wasn't younger. Like he was the age grouper we're all referring to, and he mm -hmm. was like, "Yeah, I 
don't care about that. I don't find any yeah. value in that. And I'm like, what? You don't find value in someone keeping your, you know, your place clean and having home cooked meals and like grocery yeah, shopping. Yeah, he sounds like time. me. I do all that myself, and I got a maid. I, I get it, but if you but didn't there's have still to do value it yourself, in it. Is so what, what is saying, it that is what I'm saying? If you didn't have to do it yourself, you do, you doing it yourself now because you have to or you want to. But if that if if that's her la- la- um, love language to you, do you not find value in that? So for me, I'm gonna be perfectly like I'm fiercely independent. Um, I do find that like most guys, like so if if my friends see this, that I apologize, fellas, but like y'all babies, most men are babies, and they really do love that some there's a woman who take care of them. I'm just the opposite. A woman that's with me will probably experience something that she'll never experience with any other dude. Um, and it's not, it's not because like I like doing it, but like it's it's really my personality of getting stuff done. So for me specifically, like I'm very much a um, I don't know, kind of like I got OCD. Like I I I don't like stuff out of place. Like yeah. there's a place for everything. And I know, like, to be a guy saying that, like, it's probably weird for y'all. But, like, I'm like, yo, like, the toilet paper is done. Put another roll on there. Like, I get to put the toilet seat down because my wallet fell in that mug one time. So, (laughs) I'm like... like, I actually appreciate that stuff because it it bothers me when I know that a man can do something. He can't, like, something as simple as that, you know? like Yeah, I literally, like, I don't move like your average guy. And more specifically, you know, to, to your question, with me, it's not so much value, but that's just not... Oh, you know what, what it is? When I think about my love language, like I am a um, like words words of affirmation is my thing. So when I do something for somebody and they be like, oh my gosh, like that was so great how you did that, David. You know what I'm saying? Like oh my gosh, like that food was amazing. Like that's my thing. Somebody doing something for me really doesn't resonate for me because like I'm such a control freak that it's. I'm a cook before you even get there. <laughs> like, so, I'm like, like I'm not a, I'm not a sit and wait for somebody to do something for me kind of person. So, you know, like I said, like you know, kind of earlier was that, like I'm not like your typical guy like that. Like most men, they want y'all to come over and like clean their place up. Like the idea of you doing that for me is like you doing too much because it seems like I'm like yo, I got to meet. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. even even my mom come over and go to clean. I'll be like, hold up, I'm like, I'm paying somebody two hundred dollars to do that. <laughs> so can I ask you, you a question? If uh-huh. if those things, if you don't find value in any of those things, what not, is it no, that not you value? Not value. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. It's not a deal breaker. Right. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, okay. I don't need it. But, so okay. what what do you look for? And this is totally off topic, but now I'm just mm-hmm. curious. What is it that you look for your woman to do for you or for a woman to do. And to kind of tag on to what Naya, because I was going to ask you something similar because you were talking about the girl that kept 
uh, wanting you to pay for everything. And you're saying she's not bringing anything to you. What is it that you wanted from her? What could she bring to you? Right. Uh, so it's, it's, it's really like, it's my IG handle, which is my mantra, like match my effort. So, but uh, let me, but let me, let me answer like the first question. So what can I, cause you're like not the first woman who asked me this. Cause I, I say the exact same thing that I said earlier and they're like, yeah, well, what can I do for me? Like I said, I'm fiercely independent. So it's nothing that you can do for me. It's what you don't need from me. Like I need a woman who's just as independent as me. Like I don't want to take care of a human being because I take care of myself. My my father and like so I was raised by both my parents. You know they they were married and um, my father used to say to me. I mean he said it a very very misogynistic way. So I ain't gonna say how he said it. No, I want to hear how your dad said it. (laughs) My father used to say to me constantly, you don't need no bitch to do anything for you. He says, he said that like pretty much every week of my life. He would be like, yo, you don't need no, and he was married. He was married to my mom. <laughs> and my father used to say that to me. And now I mean, I say that when he, when in hindsight, when I look back, he was a needy motherfucker. But <laughs> he used to say that to me though. But I think I took it to heart where he was just talking shit, to be honest with you. Or maybe you know he didn't saying? want you to follow the same footsteps yeah, as, do as he I did. Say, I, not I, as I, I do. don't think it was that deep. Like, you thinking like a woman? I don't think it was that deep. <laughs> I just think that he was just talking shit like a lot of people do, right? Like, they say one thing and then they do another. Like, yeah. that's what he was doing. But I think more than anything, I think that my dad, so my father was a paraplegic. And so he didn't, he didn't work. He was medically retired. You know, he got, he was in a car accident or whatever. And I think really what he thought was him cooking and taking care of us, like while my mom like worked or whatever, was him doing his thing, right? But in high, but so this is the like kind of explain like his thinking. He was only there because his ass was crippled. Like, you see what I'm saying? He, yeah. like, you you didn't have no job. So, of course, like, shit, mom, like, worked the third shift. She yeah. didn't work all night. Yeah, you do need to cook something, dude, because we hungry. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. But he's, like, looking at, like, oh, look at me. <laughs> you know? Like, whoo, look, you know, look at me. Cook these chicken and dumplings that taste like His trash. Ego. But I'm doing my thing. You see what I'm saying? So, for me, you know, I need you to be just as independent as me like you know i've always said to myself because like i um i am like martha stewart up in my house and it's funny to me because like i always said like i can't date a woman who's like me like i can't i don't think that i could i would work for i i could date a woman i don't think i could be married and living with a woman who was just as clean as me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because like we would be putting each other shit up and we wouldn't know where anything was Mm -hmm. (laughs) so to be honest with you so like when I was married I'm gonna tell you I was with the sloppiest woman who didn't want to do shit but like make money and it worked I ain't gonna lie to you but I ain't gonna tell you I didn't like it though it's why like it's why we ain't married no more you see what I'm saying (laughs) so in the beginning I thought it was cute but then when time so so I think this is what happened with women 
Matter of fact, I actually know this because when I think about like my female friends and they get divorces like after seven years or whatever, you you're perfectly fine like doing all of this stuff, and then you just get tired. Yeah. And then when you see like a person like you think that you know like and then you start saying it gets you know less and less appreciated, and then you're just like yo like this this is not working, you know like I can I can tell you. And this is me. She's not here to like defend herself. But I remember she would come home from like girls' night and she'd be like, Yeah, they be talking about like complaining about their husband, all what they don't do. She's like, I just sit there with my hands on it. <laughs> Cause I I cooked. My son, my son went to the daycare in my office building. So guess who took him to daycare every day and took him home? Right? Mm-hmm. I I cooked. Like, to put it in perspective, I sent her to go get me some head of lettuce. She bought me a head of cabbage because she didn't know the difference. Like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hold up. You say, oh my God, but here's but here's this. She made her money though. Like I didn't have no housewife. She made her money. Right? So like when I first met her, like she was still in like, you know, med school or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But after a while, you know, she started making like money comparable to me or whatever. So she made her money. I think that she, you know, she had her um, you know, what what like she was a fabulous mother, but I think like after a while, like she, cause I met her when she was 23. I think that she got older. Yeah. So it it was very, it worked, I think a lot better when she was younger, as you probably can imagine, you guys imagine when you guys were 23, how impressionable yeah. you, like how you were. And then you get older and you'd be like, nah, nah, nah it ain't gonna work for me, player. Right? So oh I yeah, that's, definitely evolved. I think that's what happened you know, in our relationship, but, you know, like to, to your question, if I'm going to sum it up, it's my mantra. Match, Match your my effort. effort. You have a lot of guys, I think that are kind of like in my, in my financial area. And I think that they're very much fine, like with the woman who's going to do, you know, all that cooking and cleaning that you're talking yeah. about. And, um, kind of you know taking care of like that kevin samuels like what he be talking about but what he talks about like i was telling Kate before everybody got on the call like what he says doesn't resonate with me yeah because it's not what i want and it's not and actually it's not what i think a a lot of real um high value man because i I actually think that kevin samuels is a fraud Mm -hmm. i don't think that he (laughs) makes as much money as he portrays himself as making and I don't think I know for a fact that he doesn't know, you know, these high value people because yeah. I know high value people in L.A. And they don't they never heard of his ass. I don't even think that he has like. any. I don't think he has any friends, to be honest. And I, I think agree. that he's one of those fake it till you make it people. Yeah. So he portrayed this lifestyle I, as if I, he had money. So I actually appreciate the fact that you're not a part of the Kevin Samuels cult. No, not at all. You not are one all. of the very few crucial conversation. Um crew yeah. members that is not a fan and a male because Lord. I, I'm not a fan of Kevin Sanders. I think that he I think I think his initial of um and I, I think I touched on it of talking about you know women overvaluing themselves. Mm-hmm. I was very much a part of that, but then I don't like the the um you know attacking a woman because she had a child or whatever or yeah. Um, the rating, the, you know, women rating them. I'm like, I just think that that's just absurd. 
for yeah. nothing more than beauty is truly in the eyes of the beholder. Mm-hmm. What I think is a five, somebody else think is an eight. Right. So like everything. So to me, like everything about him is saying like, oh, you got to be like a supermodel chick or yeah. you're not worthy and you can't have any children and you have to be submissive to your man. And don't get me on the whole submissive yeah. woman thing because I'm not a fan of that either. And it's kind of hard hearing that from a guy who used to have a perm. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even appreciate you telling me um, what beauty is and you have straightened your hair before and slicked it down with brown gel. Have you seen seen pictures of his wife? His ex-wife? No, Mm -hmm. I haven't. She she average. She's fine. Yeah. Like, she's not what he talks about. And he married Mm. her. He's had two ex-wives. His wife is not what he projects but it's interesting as we you know kind of bring this episode to a close is that how you were talking about how women are influenced by what we see on social media men too Mm -hmm. are influenced by these up-and-coming um relationship coaches coaches and life coaches um the kevin samuels the other guy that got caught with the woman and his wife had the bonnet i can't even think of his name right now gary jackson that guy, you know what I'm saying? So you, mm-hmm. I think a lot of men are getting influenced by the wrong influencers and they've created this bad mindset. So I know that this um, episode is focused more so on women, but I think as a whole, men and women, we need to kind of leave some of our shitty mindsets in 2021. And we could leave Kevin Samuels and his S curl too, if we wanted to. We can throw that. I agree with you completely. (laughs) (laughs) So before we do close this episode, ladies, I know um, we heard everything that David wants to leave in 2021. Is there anything that you guys want to add before we wrap up? I think we covered everything that I had. You know, I had my main one. I got I got it out of my system. Which one was that? The wigs. (laughs) <laughs> Jay oh uh, the over exaggerated over exaggerated eyelashes and then you know when you mink your your car up as well that just irritates the life out of me but yeah let's leave that behind you know what yeah. I mean the the minking your car the lights of it when people put that on their their car their yeah you've never seen that before have y'all what ever seen it? that before when they put eyelashes on the front oh, of their car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I heard, I don't know what I thought I heard. It, blame yeah. it on that alcohol. I'm sorry. Yeah, that like thoroughly annoys me. But yeah, that yeah. was it for me. Yeah. Well, Two I think we, we have definitely set them up really mm. good for 2022. So Jules, I'll let you. Yeah. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. It's like refreshing for a change to kind of hear from a male's perspective what annoys you all. Yeah, for sure. Because it Mm -hmm. seems like you have more. So I actually want to hear. I'm a talker. No, no, seriously. I'd like you to think about your, yeah, like some more stuff because um, I think a lot of men just prefer not to talk about it, you know, um, and, I, and because of that reason, it's hard to get uh, a very honest opinion. So, like, honestly, just think about more stuff as you're seeing it. Keep a mental note. And we'd love to hear uh, maybe a 2022 list or something that's trending that you see that shouldn't trend. 
um, it's heading in the wrong direction. Maybe um, you could talk about it so it can um, slow it down a little anyway. But thank you for joining us. We really appreciate your opinion, your time. Looking forward to have um, other conversations with you for sure. Uh, and your experiences. Yeah, this was very entertaining. Yeah, and um, Kay would love to hear your food for thought today. Mm -hmm. Teenagers are assholes. That's it. That's my whole food for thought. I'm kidding. But seriously, I think most of us know that some teenagers can actually be assholes. Either you've seen teenagers being assholes, you were an asshole yourself as a teenager, or you have a teenager who's an asshole. The teenage years aren't particularly easy with the hormone fluctuations and all the social pressures put on them. While teenagers know the difference between right and wrong, the part of the brain that's responsible for self-control doesn't fully develop until later. So teenagers have a hard time controlling their impulses, which definitely gets them into trouble. We understand all this about teenagers, but the part of the problem is that we criminalize typical teenage asshole behavior. Teenagers are policed and punished for just teenage behavior, like violating curfews, loitering, underage drinking, truancy, or misbehaving in school, i.e. disturbing the school. Disturbing the school is pretty vague in its definition, but it happens to be illegal in 22 states. So one school could consider something as simple as wearing a controversial t-shirt as disturbing the school. These seemingly small violations can put teenagers in the criminal justice system, feeding the school to prison pipeline. And once a student gets into the system, it becomes even harder for them and their families to recover. And of course, since we're talking about policing, guess who's getting policed and punished at a higher rate for adolescent behavior? Black and brown kids, especially if they have disabilities. A Columbia University study showed that black girls are more frequently and more harshly punished than white girls for the same exact behavior. Black girls are six times more likely to get suspended than their white peers. Believe it or not, this disparity is even larger than that between white boys and black boys, where black boys are three times more likely to receive harsher punishments than their white peers. Now, not only is using the court system to punish adolescent behavior hard for kids, it becomes a financial hardship to families. This financial burden exasperates racial disparities, pushing poor young people deeper into the justice system for their inability to pay off fines or court fees. Now, part of the problem is that legal structures give local courts too much power to penalize young people for just typical teenage behavior with little oversight. Punishments range from fines, fees, and community service all the way up to incarceration in a juvenile facility. These are punitive actions, not just to the kid, but to the family, where more focus should be placed on support since many of these violations children just eventually age out of. So what can we do? Pay attention to your local elections and make sure your officials have the desire to end the school to prison pipeline and save our youth from the system by providing developmental tools and services to young people displaying negative adolescent behavior. Support community programs and services like after school programs that keep youth out of trouble and help them be better people and not 
assholes. I'm sure we can all think of things we did as teenagers that could have landed us in a court system, but didn't. And most of us turned out just fine. So we almost have a responsibility as a community to have a little grace and to keep our kids out of the system and provide them with the support they need to get out of this stage of life and move on and become productive citizens. So we can just wait out their asshole stage, just like many did with us. So if you wanna learn more, as always, please check out the links I've left in the episode description. So um, adolescent behavior has become criminalized. So kids are getting fines and juvenile detention for things like misbehaving in school, truancy, loitering, underage drinking, just as some examples. What do you think the appropriate response should be for these young people as an alternative to just putting them through the juvenile court system? Or do you think the system is an appropriate response? I think um, community service would be um, my first suggestion, uh, trying that maybe, maybe even um, increasing the community service hours um, is a good start. Mm. Uh, uh, to tack on to what Jay said, I, I see it as community service, but I think Sometimes it's just to check a box and that the kids don't um, take it seriously. And so it doesn't tend to be progressive discipline. Um, it's just something that I can do to make sure that I don't get in jail. I just think that we have to do better. I, I don't know how, so I hate um, discussing a problem and I don't know how to, I don't have any solution to it, but I just think that we have to do better with like, um, teen and community outreach as a whole. Like, you know, we always talk about how woke we are and how we're so in tune with what's going on. And we recognize that the system is against us and everything. So if we know these things, then it's like, what are we doing as a community to fix the issue in house? Right. Like, so when do we um, form as a village to, you know, wrap our arms around these kids to make sure that they aren't in these situations that get them, you know, added to, right. you know, or have things added to their record or whatever. So I think as a community, we have to do something better. I just don't know how to even implement it or initiate it because we've talked, we've known that this is an issue for so long. They'll do whatever to start that record for us. And it's like, we have to do something for our kids and for our community to keep them out of harm's way. Right, and so I agree with you, a more proactive approach. Because yeah. I, I think kids are just bored. That's why teenagers get in trouble. I think they're just bored. Mm -hmm. They don't have things to do. And so and, they, yeah. you know, they, and so maybe if there's things in the community to that interest them, um, give them something to do and yeah. they will stay more out of trouble. Can I, can yeah. I add something? Absolutely. Of course. So to me, what I think, so I actually like everything that everyone said, but you know, I have to like look back when I was young. What I think the biggest problem is, is that like these very child-like offenses are mm -hmm. now criminal. Yeah. Um, when I was in school, depending you, on you your could, skin color as well. Yeah, that mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. yeah, that definitely is a factor. But yeah. I'm I'm seeing like how, you know, with like the Me Too movement and and um, and then you know Black Lives Matter, how 
there was a push or or even the defunding the police and actually um how they're taking the the officers out of the the schools because i think what's happening is that when a police officer sees a crime that he 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 becomes a police officer mm-hmm. so if you fight someone in the presence of a police officer you go to jail and that's what's happening to these kids and they they're, they're getting they have records now um mm-hmm. for things that I, you know, in my generation, people didn't go to jail for it. Yeah, right. So, you know, the fighting, the arguing, and and I, I very much see like childlike behavior is just criminalized now. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that one of the things that have to happen is I think that these resource officers, as they are referred, don't need to be in the school. Yeah. I think that you can patrol the school in the parking lot. I don't think that you have to have a presence inside of the school in order for you to do your job. I actually think that it's very much counterproductive. Yeah, I I do think that there's a need for resource officers for because there's so many school shootings and there's violence within schools, fights and whatnot. And so I think they should be there for violent crimes, but not truancy or this girl has an attitude or she's doing something that disrupts the class or something like that. I think but that's, that's what extreme. I'm saying. Like, but because because they're there, they they they're going to be a police officer in every right. everything that happens. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they're only a police officer dependent upon the district that they're in, because a lot of these school shootings, you have a police officer that's patrolling that campus or, you know, that um, that high school or school in general. Mm-hmm. And you always miss it. Mm-hmm. But had this had been like in the inner city, um, I think it's different because you have all, you know, the the metal detectors and you have the, you know, the police officers that are like harassing the students, but at least, you know, from what I'm used to that are harassing the students that you have already deemed to be a problem child. So it's like, if, if this is what you're going to do, then let's do this throughout all demographics yeah. and throughout all school districts. Um, yeah, I don't It just sucks. Yeah. It really does, because I just think that automatically you kind of have, like, you know, this stamp um, on you. And I also think that we need to do a better job of appointing the police officers within neighborhoods, because I think that if you're more relatable and kids, um, feel comfortable talking to you, then it can also help to minimize the crime and these, you know, petty criminal acts that are happening as well, because you can talk to so-and-so and be like, come on now, you know better. And they'll listen rather than someone that's just there waiting for them to mess up and really right. don't understand the struggle mm-hmm. that they're currently living within as well. So, Yep. Yeah. Just haul them off to jail. <laughs> yeah. We need, we need more Mr. Clarks from yep. Fairy Side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, well... Another great conversation on the books, you all. Um, Always enjoy everybody's feedback, opinions. Um, Everyone, please, uh, if you have an opinion to share, drop it in the comments section. Of course, um, subscribe. subscribe. 
uh, like the videos, um, share them. We love to start conversations and get people's opinions. So um, this is the whole this is the whole point of it. So um, share your thoughts. Um, thank you, David, for joining us. Um, yeah, ladies, always a pleasure speaking with you all, and um, hope to see you all on the next round. All right, all right, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye.